Hi, this is Ruth Friedman, and I serve as the Maharat at Ohei Shalom, the National Synagogue in Washington, D.C., and welcome back to my weekly Parsha podcast, Life Imitates Torah. Sorry I missed you guys last week. I've uh, been recovering from a sinus infection, um, but I'm the type of person where if I have to miss a week, I'm not crying over the fact that it's truma, because these Parshiot, now this week we read Tetzave, um, are not really geared towards the type of brain that I have, or rather I should say my brain is not necessarily geared towards this type of material. Um, one that is heavy on description and construction instructions, um, last week, of course, for the Mishkan and this week for the close of the Kohanim. So rather than look into any of the details of them this year, what I wanted to do is just to look at what is the greater purpose of these clothes. So in the beginning of the Parsha, um, God says to Moshe that you should bring forth your brother Aaron and his sons um, who are going to serve me, right, to serve me as Kohanim. And who are they? Aaron, Nadav and Abihu, Elazar and Itamar, Aaron's sons, right? So that's a count of five people. And then the next Pasuk Hashem says, V'asita bidei kodesh Aharon achicha make the JPS says make sacral vestments for your brother Aaron for dignity and adornment. So you should make holy clothes for Aharon to wear so that I, dignity and adornment is covered in Tiferet. I would translate more as like honor and glory, right? Tiferet sort of implies something more glorious or as kavod is about it's really about the core of just like honor, being dignified. Maybe that's why they say dignity, but I think it's more than that. And so um, what we see here is everyone comes forward, but only Harun gets clothing for Kavod and Tiferet, though it seems that when the Mepharshim comment, they understand that Kavod and Tiferet refers to the clothing of all the Kohanim and not just the Kohen Gadol. So uh, I, that itself is interesting, but I think that's ultimately at the end of the day, a side point. And so what I want to look at today is what is Kavod and Tiferet and how the different Mepharshim explain it. So on one, what I'll call one end of the extreme, the Ibn Ezra says, what is Kavod and Tiferet? Sheit pa'aru bahem, that you're going to become glorified through these clothes. Why? Because no one else in Israel is dressed like this, right? Why do you, why is this more glorified for you? You, the Kohanim, you're going to gain glory through looking like this because no one else is going to look like you. So that's very focused on the appearance of the clothing, the uniqueness of the clothing and the relationship or the effect that it has on all of the surrounding people. Right, God is not part of that interpretation. It's just about holier person, more special person versus everybody else. Now, so that's one end of the extreme. If you look at another as we sort of progress more along, the Bechor Shore takes sort of more of a, a, a middle position, perhaps, um, and says, well, why, what is going on here? And also quotes the the big day, um, connects it to the big day Kodesh, right? That these are specifically holy garments. And he says, because when the Kohanim are serving, are serving Hashem, they shouldn't come before me in big day chol, right? In, in, you know, sort of weekday clothing or regular clothing, clothing you would use for non-holy activities. Why? Because that's, that's not a way of acting honorably. Right? The only way to act honorably before God, to serve God with kavod, 
is to wear clothes that have glory to them, that have teeth eret and that are holy. Now, I found that this was interesting because he does what some other Mepharshim also do, which is to separate kavod and tiferet, and to suggest that because kavod is more about of like an internal dignity, and tiferet often refers more to like an external glory, right? And, and basically says that this external glory is coming to signify that these are holy clothes because it wouldn't be kavod, it wouldn't be respect to Hashem, for the Kohen Gadol or the Kohanim to wear pigtail, right? To wear regular clothes. You don't walk in to do something super important for God in your jeans or whatever, right? It's kind of like how we, we dress on Shabbos. You're supposed to look nicer. So they have this special set of clothes. Okay, so that's a relationship about the clothes, but also inserting God into the into the narrative. Now the Mabim says something. Mabim's long on this, and he, he says something very interesting. Um, he says he brings a bunch of textual proofs to show that kavod and tiferet can refer to different kinds of spirituality in the soul. And that kavod is, is sort of the, the spirituality that exists inherent to every person. And tiferet is one that you have to, you have to seek out, you have to work towards, you have to be more intentional about. And so that when we, when the Torah says, when Hashem says, okay, well, this has to be for kavod and for tiferet for you, then really what it means is this is about clothing the soul, so to speak. Um, and it's, it's, it's about cultivating like the inner traits of the kohanim, not the external traits. Now, what that exactly means <laughs> exactly is a little bit confusing to say, what does it mean to make holy garments for the soul. Well, maybe it's saying that your soul is so dressed up, so to speak, and so perfect and so beautiful and glorious that it comes, it, it's radiated outward into how you look into your presentation. Again, a little bit of a, a strange concept, but okay, we can roll with it. Now, I was thinking a lot about, okay, what is happening in these three different mafarshi, right? That all seem to take very different approaches. With Ibn Ezra at one extreme things is all about the physicality, about representing to the, everyone else that the Kohen is unique and different. And then the Mabim at the other extreme, who's saying, no, this is all about the soul, right? It's sort of avoiding the um, the spirit, the physicality, the gashmi, so to speak, of what these clothing mean and going straight into a spiritual explanation. And I wonder if in some ways this really represents our own our own conflicted nature about clothing and about dress and about how much we value it. I think that clothing it plays such a bizarre role in our society because in some ways we say, you know, you always should look nice, dress dignified, dress for the job you want. If you dress well, it looks like you take yourself seriously. You convey to others that you take yourself seriously. And we seem to really value dress as a means of expressing your intentions, as a means of expressing yourself, who you are, what you're about, what you value in the world. But of course, we know that clothing can be used for very materialistic purposes that really have nothing to do with your inner person other than reflecting how greedy you are and how much you need to show off for other people. Are you going to spend $10,000 on a designer dress just for the sake of a designer dress or a bag that is splashed with the brand name of some luxury brand um, just to show everyone that you can spend $3,000 on a bag when everyone else is spending $35, right? Clothing can represent, it can be used to represent the best parts of us or frankly, the worst parts of us. 
And then there are also the people who somehow manage to get away with being extraordinarily successful and serious people while not being, it is to say in a judgmental way, very good dressers, let's say, right? People who just kind of don't really focus on how they dress very much. It doesn't mean they dress, you know, dirty or schlubby necessarily, but this is just not really a focus. And there are plenty of people like that in the world. And it's just something that we say this, that's about this person. And I doubt most people even notice it. And so I was thinking about all of these things in relation to to this Parsha and what the goal is of the clothing. And I don't necessarily have like one conclusion because I think that uniforms can sometimes, like the Going Gadol uniform, can really make you feel different, right? If you put on fancier clothes, you feel different. But at the same time, is there any actual real meaning to them, right? Does it signify anything other than look at me, I have more glory than you, right? Signifying this person of a higher status. And to conclude, I just wanted to point to um, an idea in the Gemara and Megillah, where they're going through the first few psukim of the Megillah. And when it says that um, the full the full pasuk is, when Achashverosh was showing off Beharoto and Osher Kavod Machuto, he was showing off the vast riches and honor of his kingdom. And the splendid glory of his majesty, as the JPS says. So we've got a Pasuk where that Achashverosh is showing off his kavod and his tiferet, right? The honor and the glory of all of his stuff. And what does the Gemara say here? Amar Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina, this teaches us that actually Achashverosh, he put on the clothing of the Kohanim. Why? Because Ketiv Hacha, here it says in the Pasuk, Yekar Tiferik Zulato. Right? It has these same words. And Tivhatam in our parsha, right, for honor and for glory. So he makes a linguistic connection, says these words are both used in the same places, which teach that when Achashverosh is having this big drunken banquet to show off all his stuff, he put on the big kahuna. He put on the Kohanim's clothes, which shows that Achashverosh perhaps misinterpreted the purpose or perhaps did interpret it and said, yeah, these are intended to signify that someone is doing more important work or holier workers is, you know, sort of elevated counter to everybody else. Now, of course, Achashverosh meant that in a very materialistic, power-hungry way, but I think it shows rather than say that this was just, you know, a perversion of the Big Day Kahuna, I think it also just shows our own perhaps discomfort with the, on some level, with the idea that in order to stand out, you have to wear special clothes, wear fancier clothes, right? Very um, beautiful clothes in order to signify that status. And that we, in reality, at the end of the day, we people have very complicated relationships to clothing and to showing status in that way. And that there isn't one simple way to understand this. Shabbat shalom.